0: We are activating your unique self-discovery one show at a time. The Orchard of Wisdom Self-Discovery Podcast are at your fingertips. Just waiting to inspire and invite you in discovering just how awesome you really are. And how to navigate through life in joy, enrichment, personal abundance, in mind, body, spirit, heart, and soul. All the people we bring you are here to serve you on your journey of life. Do enjoy our next show. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Cyrus View of Life, right here on selfdiscoverywisdom.com. Yes, we have rebranded. So division, Mm. it's us versus them, or is it? You know, when we are in the us versus them mode, all we're doing is dividing. Divide and conquer. Does it really work? We love to put people in boxes and sort them out by color, race, sex, income. But why do we never want for each other as a human race? Why do we not support each other as a human race? Why do we not see each other as a beautiful, diverse, multifaceted, multicolored, multi experienced, multi everything human race? Why is it about us or them? For so long, we have rightly complained about the treatment of the Western folks. So many women have suffered at the hand of insecure, angry men. And even in 2023, we are still speaking about the same old crap, as we seem to be unable to move forward. If we look at our history and we see the abuse that we have given each other as a human race, how can we? Really, in all honesty, call ourselves the superior race. There are certain animals that will attack, uh, not for the fun of it, but because of dominance, mostly because of food or out of protection. Very few of them do it because of ego. (laughs) I'm not quite sure there are any animals out there where the ego takes, uh, takes place. Um, they do it because they're born to hunt or they've got to eat or it's the dominance. So what's, uh, what's with the human race? Um, do we have to dominate over each other? Do we have to show my pride, my tribe is bigger and better than yours? Do we have to prove ourselves, strut, 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 look how strong I am by pushing everyone else down to see how marvelous I am up here? That's the small people syndrome. You know, you can come across somebody who's five foot dot and has a mighty heart and a mighty soul and stands 50 feet tall. Then you have that person that is six feet tall that really is only two foot because they're that insecure little boy looking to be loved, looking to be approved of, looking for someone to care for who they are. And in that, they've become the bully Because they were not loved. They were not treated right. And they became that bully. And the only way they feel that they can stand all is to dominate over everyone else. Well, why we have this mentality, we are not going to grow as a human race. While it's still us versus them. When we look at, and believe me, I've interviewed so many people who will openly admit to the injury of their inner child and that most of their insecurity came from that inner child. Why was that child beaten? Why was that child neglected? Why was that child not loved? Because a child is just seeking guidance from us, guidance and approval that we're doing it right. And Do you love me? Do you love me? And do we not ask that question all through our lives? We want to be loved because in being loved for who we are, then we feel validated that we are enough. And in that enoughness, we then can really put foot forward on becoming abundant. Abundant in everything that we are. And in that abundance and that enrichment, our cup run off over and it feeds Everyone else around us. So do we not owe it to society, to the human race, to the animal race, to the, to this beautiful world that we are, to nurture instead of pull down, to look at our own insecurity and own it and go, okay, so I was not loved as a child as the way I wanted to, but does that mean I'm still a prisoner of that? Does that mean that that my parents hated me? Maybe they just didn't know any better. Or maybe they were just repeating a pattern that they grew up with and it's all they knew. I think we really do have to step out of a, our own persecution or the persecution of other people. My mother raised me better than she was raised. But she still kind of left me as a sickly child in a room with white walls all day long. I got breakfast, lunch and dinner. And if I had an asthma attack, she was there kind of reading to me or calming me down while my lungs calmed down. But other than that, I remember being alone for many hours at a time. Does that mean that she did not love me or that she intended to neglect me? No, she loved me, but just thought, well, she's in bed, she's resting. Her lungs will be calm if she's doing that. So she's okay. Didn't know any better. Was I a perfect parent? No. I wanted to be better than my mother. And my mother said, you've brought your children up the way you wanted to be brought up. Which is true. Love kisses and hugs. Being friends with them or having them trust me enough to speak to me. Does that mean my children were beautiful, holier than thou? Good God, no. They certainly went down avenues that I wish they never had gone down. But who they are today always came from that core of love. They always knew, I may not disagree with what you're doing. I may not even like who you are right now. But I will always love you. Because love, you love. There is no condition in love. You simply love. I will love you if you're thin, or I'll love you if you're this, or I'll love you if you're rich, or I'll love you if you're that. That is not love. The moment you been a condition into something, it's not love. Love is something that you feel. It's your heart, your core, your generator, your gut, your very being, your skin, your flesh. Oh, it is everything. It's when you hold someone, you can feel that love running through. When you think of them, when you talk about them, that love just exudes from you. That is love. That's the way that we wish to be loved. And I think if we could put our energy into the love, just finding someone or something to love, and I don't mean money, I don't mean position, I don't mean more followers, I don't mean more popularity. I mean find something that you truly attach to that really lifts you up, sparks you up, that becomes your generator because you love it so much, then that is the love that you need to feed. It is the love that will attract other people. It is the love that will find that love partner for you because you're exuding on that beautiful vibration. And you'll also find it brings solutions with it, answers with it. Because when you step into that vibration of love, You look at all the things that you thought were against you and you realize they're just somebody's old pattern. There's somebody else's pain being inflicted upon you. It's somebody else's, somebody else's, not yours. You can define how you love, who you love, why you love, what you love, whom you love. And don't let your old patterning or the patterning of someone else's hold you back all this division that we see, them against us. If we could take off that filter, that film, and we could look into each other's eyes and find the love. If we could talk from our hearts, from our souls, if we could really be genuine in our love and share it and all that beautiful vulnerability, we'll realize it's our strength. It is stronger than any weapon. It is stronger than anything in the world. Love is the generator that generates your energy, your exuberance, your getting up every day, your reason for living, your meaningful purpose. And when you step in that love and every single day you exude that love, you become that love, you share that love, you are really contributing, contributing, contributing the solutions of the world but if we choose to go the other way and feed the division well they're not like me so therefore and of course what we're seeing a great deal of right now is the white fear syndrome the white man or white woman who are seeing people of color around the world take over positions um, excel at what they're doing loving what they're doing, climbing that ladder. And the white person is going, but they're taking it away from me. I'm going to become extinct. Now, we didn't care when we annihilated them because they were there to serve us, right? No. We are here to serve each other, no matter what the color. And all this fear right now of drag queens, or they're coming to get my job, or they're going to contaminate me, or they're going to take over, or the white person's going to become extinct. Older Dash. Cod Swallow. Full of crap. Full of it. We all are part of this box of chocolates in life. We are all a part of everything that is here. So why we have this white supremacy or this white fear that we're going to lose our whiteness. We didn't care when the aboriginals or the African-Americans or the East Indies or anywhere else in the world that we made slaves out of people, that we took away what made them who they were. We took away their core being. We have no right, none, zero, zilch, to enslave another. None. None. We have no right to be dominant over another because of our color. Your worth is your contribution. Your worth is who you feel inside, the love you have for you and what you are doing in this world. Your contribution. That is what makes you stand out. Are you a person I want to know? Are you a person I can respect? Are you a person I can admire? Are you a person that's putting yourself out there, however big or small, that you're doing something for society as a whole? Now that is a rich person. That is a person that is colorful. That is a person who is contributing. That is a person who is seeding the future, and why we look at them and us. And, you know, we can look at the other side of the coin, as I said, all the people that are so insecure, so fearful of what they might lose, they don't realize that they're the ones throwing it all away. They don't realize in that fear and that hysteria and that they're going us that they are the ones that are losing out. Because when you live in that fear or that entitlement or when you live in that conceit or arrogance or ignorance, then you are missing out the true purpose of life. And the true purpose of life is to come from a place of love, to serve each other in that place of love, to help someone else's life, be better than what it is. That's what really living is all about. How many people can you help by being you, by being that beautiful instrument that plays such exuberant music that it gets everybody up to dance? And I don't care if it's the triangle or whether you're the whole orchestra. The point is, all of the solutions are staring at you in the face, every time you look in the mirror you are the problem or you are the solution you are what you feed now i know you may have come from struggle and i know you may have come from strife and i know you may have carried pain with you for as long as you are a prisoner of that pain and that strife the struggle to come out of that and be something else will be a waste because you're constantly back in strife. You're constantly still being the victim. Let it go. Let it go. That doesn't mean you forget. No, I promise you, I remember everything. That doesn't mean there won't be scars. Oh, I have plenty. But it does mean that you are willing to take ownership and charge of your own life, your own choices, your own meaningful purpose. And you are willing to step into that and move forward in a more productive way, that really does seed the possibilities for yourself and for society as a whole. You want to cure society's ills? Cure yourself. Each each and every one of us took that responsibility to own who we are, why we are, and what we're doing, without blame, without shame on someone else. It doesn't matter what's happened to you, Who you become because of it is up to you. Do you understand that? Everybody's had something happen to them. But who they've become because of it was up to them. So please, why we look at them and us and feel ourselves more superior because. Understand. We don't have superiority over each other. We have more experience than others. We've gained more wisdom because of that experience. We may be more interactive than other people, so that experience speaks a little louder. But that doesn't mean you're more superior. It just means that you've got more under your belt, which means you have more to share and more for people to listen to. So, I don't care what color you are, black, white, pink, yellow, polka dot, doesn't matter. The whole point is, what is the color of your heart? What is the signature of your soul? Where is your love? And are you sharing it? Until next time, folks, I wish all of you a beautiful spark of love from within. To share it out, far and wide, and to see that love grow. Because the more you love, the more it generates, and the more you share it, the more it grows. Until next time, bye for now we hope that you enjoyed the show find all of our shows on selfdiscoverymedia.com under podcasts or selfdiscoverymedia/shows, and for all our current shows go to what's new we are supported by you the audience you'll see a nice big shiny blue button for one-time donations or follow us on patreon and you will be able to support us there we enjoy bringing you such wisdom and the next show will be up in just a moment